Welcome to Cinema Marketing Market Research. The trailers may have lied to you, but we won't. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my regular co-host for this segment, Lewis. Hello. And this time we're brought, uh, we bring you a third person to join along. Now, who of all of the people in the Cinema Marketing Cinematic Universe can we get to join on for this uh, segment now? It's it's Anthony, and uh, I'm assuming that y'all listen to cinema marketing as well. If you don't, that's pretty funny that you only listen to this and not cinema. I mean, some would say that like I bring like a much needed uh, kind of like lightness to the show. You guys are always so deathly serious on the main episodes. Of <laughs> oh, you, you, got, you bring a very, you bring a very, uh, a, a very much uh, a mature maturity to the show. I think. Oh, the, the complete opposite. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. too. All right. Yeah. So we figured that, like, hey, this is Ant's show, too. He wanted to be on this segment and we figured, why not? Yeah. Let's let's uh, join up for the month of June for all this. This is a test. If I fuck it up, they'll never. Let yeah. Me. And it's Pride Month. So, like, really. Oh, it's like it's we should have let. We, yeah, we should. We should have found a way to get Jack to be on this yeah. episode. I miss you, Jack. Where are you? It's all right. It's all right. We're covering Lightyear. We'll we'll be all right. (laughs) right, Why don't we just start off with that? So one of the biggest significant movies that came out this month was Lightyear by Pixar. And the only thing that's significant about this movie, really, aside from just that it had a very disappointing uh, box office return on its opening weekend and and afterwards. Um, And uh, people want to point to one of the reasons for that is because they had the gall, the audacity the chutzpah to let two lesbians kiss in the movie uh, for two Mike, seconds I, that it's a blink and you'll miss it montage. I've seen the kiss. It's not I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the kiss. It's not even like a particularly like passionate kiss. It's like a peck. It's it's an old grandma kiss. Yeah. Like it's not even like when they're young and it would have been like, oh, oh a sexual hot lesbian kiss. It's like, no, it's just it's yeah. two old ladies Give a little peck on the cheek because they, you know, they had a whole life together. <laughs> Mike, I don't know. You said that the people are saying the most. This is one of them. You know, beside it had a bad box office. And that was like one of the worst things happened to it. I heard I haven't seen it, but I've heard the worst thing about this movie is that um, it's it's bad. It's a it's a pretty oh. it's pretty mediocre, honestly. Uh, it's it's just kind of a very generic, like chasing trends of like it feels like modern Disney the movie where it's like it's I'm got all, it feels like a Pixar movie. No, <laughs> this Pixar movie. No, yeah, no. Pixar at this point is almost indistinguishable from just regular schmegular Disney. Like in the early two thousands, when Pixar was like really making a name for themselves, and it's like they stuck out, and it's like they're making like mature stories that are actually like you know more challenging than regular kids now it's just like the same like regular disney like blobby character designs and like not and just kind of like a weird like no no stakes like i i didn't feel anything for this movie and like the whole i think the only the other significant uh marketing ploy of this movie is just the conceit of the movie that had people confused as to what it even was yeah the the opening text of the movie has a little title that explains that in 1995 a little boy named Andy saw this movie and it was his favorite movie and then he bought the toy because he saw it in this movie and so Andy has bad taste in movies well I mean this certainly does feel like a movie that would this certainly does feel like a movie that would be a five-year-old's favorite movie so it <laughs> checks out got um, him fuck easy. you Andy you stupid fucking five-year-old you know what maybe I you know this is gaslighting because we We've always been led to believe that the Buzz Lightyear media that Andy watched was Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, which uh, would have which is actually based. And would have oh, if any of those characters showed up. And, you know, if we're recasting Buzz Lightyear, why didn't we go to Patrick Warburton? Yeah, that, that's a, it's a really bizarre uh, decision. The, the Chris Evans yeah. thing. Kids, kids don't know who Patrick. Yeah. It, yeah kids no. aren't looking up who's playing the fucking characters. Yeah, they're kids. They're, they yeah. they think those are real people in there. Kids watch Family Guy. They love Joe Swanson on Family Guy. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be so true. stoked I, about I Joe like Swanson. Joe Swanson on Family Guy. He is the yeah. best. You but know yeah. what? Kids love Seinfeld. <laughs> but yes, yeah. they love putty. Yeah. That's why. That's <laughs> why they get enough putty. That's why they all went out to go see B movie because it was the <laughs> the epic returning of Jerry Seinfeld and Patrick Warburton on the screen together at last. 
The nuts and gum together at last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's enough about uh, about Buzz Lightyear. But let's Thank let's God. let's actually go to infinity and beyond. Let's fly across the world for Top Gun Maverick, the to movie of and your mom. <laughs> the movie event of the summer. Top Gun Maverick grosses one billion dollars worldwide and becomes the highest grossing movie of 2022. Who here? ever even thought that this was possible there is probably so many recordings of me on various podcasts being like no one's gonna see this stupid movie i can't believe they're still putting out this stupid movie who gives a shit about a top gun sequel what a fucking idiot i was because wowzer i mean also we all went to see the movie together and it was uh it's a good movie uh yeah so. it's, it's, it's quite quite excellent i must say yeah yeah really good <laughs> yeah we were all very surprised i had a very fun time with top gun maverick Great i think yeah. yeah and it, it's the type of like i guess like I think the reason why like a lot of like old school people and critics are liking it is because of like, you know, a lot of the in-camera practical, uh, you know, flying uh, in using like actual filmmaking techniques to capture the planes flying. And it's like it actually feels like, oh, this is exciting. Like, how are they doing this in real life? Because we're so disconnected. We're like, oh, everything's just CGI. So, yeah, it was cool, like watching the movie and not thinking that ever that like, oh, like this is this is computers or, or whatever. You're like, no, this all looks good like yeah. and, and looks real and <laughs> and we saw it on imax which that also all... might also contribute to its high box office because those ticket prices are uh... yeah didn't we pay like 25 bucks to see yeah. it yeah <laughs> but it's, yeah it's... I, I, first time one of the first times in a while i went to an imax movie and went yep that was worth my 25 dollars yeah I saw uh, the last IMAX movie I saw before this was the Batman. And I mean, I like the movie and I don't think the IMAX did that much for it. Yeah, this is a movie that the, the IMAX really does enhance it because of how how close in it that the, the plane flying action like you're so like in the cockpit that it feels you're in the danger zone. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but it also I think it, it also uh, surprisingly as someone who I don't care about the original Top Gun I think it's kind of a mediocre movie but like it has I had some sort of emotional attachments in this movie and yeah. especially when Val Kilmer shows up I was oh, like that was the least of it for me really? I think That's, wow very different reactions here I think Val Kilmer uh, appearance in the movie was very respectfully handled and oh yeah no it's fine I, yeah. I, I just I, I didn't feel anything I was just like oh all right. I think it's more so just like the the knowledge of Val Kilmer and his condition in uh, real yeah. life at this point and seeing them, how they tied it into his character in the movie. And like it, it was it's in the same vein of why I want to see Brendan Fraser do well. It's like I'm just happy to see Val Kilmer doing shit. Yeah. You ever yeah. see the, the video did. of I forgot what movie it was from of just Quentin Tarantino, who's in the movie explaining like about explaining like how top gun is gay and uh and like really like breaks down like val kilmo representing gayness and no does it need to be explained like i feel like that's like it it doesn't i don't want to be mansplained about why a tom cruise movie is gay by a man who says the n-word constantly jesus i don't know about that (laughs) i don't think that's true (laughs) i don't think quentin tarantino's just going around saying the end we have video recorded proof of him saying it really i I mean in the i mean his character in pulp fiction everyone calm down and did was it reservoir dogs and i don't know a couple movies where he writes that he writes (laughs) so that way he can't say all right that's that's the way he could say it that's not great not not right it's not good speaking of not good speaking of things that we shouldn't say it's morbid (laughs) time again it feels incomplete uh an episode of market research if we don't talk about morbius and just the the constant like tripping over shoelaces that the release of morbius has been for the last couple of months they decided to re-release morbius in theaters for some reason it was like a month after it came out it's gotta be just a boardroom of old boomers seeing the memes on TikTok on twitter of people saying this movie's amazing you have to go see it and (laughs) Excuse me, taking it totally seriously. It's but I assure you, Sony, Sony, if you are listening to this right now, I assure you, we were all just busy that weekend. Please release it a third time. We will see it. Yeah, that's also the other the the joke of it is that I can't believe they re-released it thinking that we would go see it. But and then after it bombed, it made like 
$85,000 on the It was like 35,000. Like it was yeah. it was a pathetic number. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the the news of it like the low box office number for that week, it was the 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 furthering of that meme of like oh we were all busy that week please release it again this time we'll actually see it and it's like let's just see how how much of a joke and a punchline can we make this movie into yeah i want everyone involved with it to feel bad that they made it i want the director to feel bad like i haven't seen it but i i literally thought he said it's no, like that, <laughs> it's Morbin Time is a fucking psyop. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't exist. It's a Mandela yeah, effect. Mandela effect. <laughs> the co-opting of that word by TikTok Zoomers is so funny. Anyway, my parents used to be married. Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> People are like trying to like make shit up that they're just wrong about something but they 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 assert that it's right and say it was a mandela oh you mean the entire concept of the mandela effect which is just people being like i have a shitty memory but maybe the universe is wrong instead but no the purpose of the mandela effect is that it's a population of people that believe something it's a psyop it's a it's it's a a global psyop You can't just say like, yeah, dude, I remember there are 27 letters of the alphabet. You don't remember Cricks? Yeah, Cricks is the last letter of the alphabet. This is a a Mandela effect. Like, I can't just... (laughs) I'm the only person, the only unhinged individual saying that. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to trailers. Yeah, so we had a couple of trailers for this month. Uh, First one up is Black Adam uh, furthering the DC universe releasing in October of this year. Now, this was a surprise to me. I thought that this was coming out in like December or something. Yeah, they they, they need to do something to delay the flash, which we'll get to that in a bit. Um, Yeah, this looks fine to me. I, I like Black Adam, I guess, as a character. I like. You know, I mean, Pierce Brosnan is playing Dr. Fate, which is the, probably the, the the biggest draw for me because Pierce Brosnan yeah. kicks ass. The, and uh, Dr. the architect love himself. We love the architect. I, I don't. Um, but I got to tell wait, you. Wait, Ed, could you explain the architect? He seems very. Why confused. is he the architect? All right. So if you look at Pierce Brosnan's wife over the years, she has gotten very heavy. She's gained quite a bit of weight. And this happens to every person that Pierce Brosnan is with. So there's a theory online that he has a feeding fetish. And on 4chan and Reddit, they call him the architect. Like he is a, he is building a woman for himself. He's the <laughs> architect. <laughs> I it's, love it's, this it's, theory so much. It's really the dumbest hey, dude, kind look, of... Look, dude, literally look up pictures of Pierce Brosnan's wife like throughout the years. Every year she just gets bigger and bigger. Every single one of them just gets consistently larger yeah again we don't need to fat shame anyone into oh, I'm, not, I'm not fat shaming there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying it's it's a it's interesting that it's a you funny know, observation he's been yeah. with it's, it's, it's the observational thing of it is just you know it, it, that's what he's into that's what he's speaking into. of people me. we can't make fun of for being fat uh, the Rock uh, looks goodness. I, I I actually like I I'm surprised by like kind of how on board I am for for him as Black Adam. Uh, just especially just yeah. like, seeing him in the costume, he looks fucking insane. Like he didn't use any like the superhero padding. Like that's all him. Like he's just fucking ripped to shit. Yeah. and showing it off like I'm, dope. I'm also happy to see him not in another fucking jungle movie. Like I know the Rock can be a competent actor. Like I know he can be. It's just all these movies he's in are just fucking horrible i like jungle cruise i thought jungle cruise was a good time i had a good time with jungle cruise <laughs> i just i uh, i'm also just kind of <laughs> i'm just kind of also over him just playing himself as yeah. like i'm the leading man and uh, who is a charismatic guy this one at least is like all right you're playing somewhat of a character yeah. like he was cast as black adam like 10 years ago before we ever even got shazam as a movie before even man of steel we were talking about the dwayne johnson as black adam in the movie that's never gonna happen <laughs> But uh, it now what he's yeah. here um, again. Yeah, I don't know. It looks whatever. Like I'm not. A f- it, it doesn't ma- it doesn't make me groan like the way every new Marvel trailer does. But yeah. it's like I'm sure it'll be like at yeah. worst, like I whatever. Just, I just can't wait for I wait for Kevin Hart to walk in and be like, and I'm the short guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matilda, the musical uh, is even less interesting to me. 
I I can't believe I said we're we're reaching the point now where it's like movies are being adapted into Broadway musicals and then those Broadway musicals are now being adapted into movies. It's well, like, I mean, it's happened the other way where, you know, shows on Broadway get turned to movies and they go back on Broadway. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. sure. And, and I'm kind of OK with it if the movie was not a musical to begin with. Right. Like, like hairspray. Like, uh, yeah, Billy Elliot. Right. Mm-hmm. Not really a musical to begin with. It became a musical. If they made a movie of the musical Billy Elliot. I'd see it because I like the movie a lot. You know, I, I'm, I'm but, pretty sure. Yeah, so I, I don't have any problem with this, per se. I think it's fine that it exists. I'm just not a 12 year old girl, so I have no right. interest in it. And yeah, we're, no we're not DeVito, the uh, so we're not there was no involvement. So like. Yeah, okay. I, I also, yeah, I think just even the original Matilda, I think I was just like a little too past the time for for it to mean anything to me. Like, uh, I I just thought, well, like, all right, this is a fine kids movie. If you grew up with it and it meant something to you, that's fine. I don't have that attachment to Matilda. So <laughs> it was my fine. I, I would love to see you explain that to like children. Be like, fine, if you want to watch Matilda, that's fine, I yeah. guess. <laughs> It was the first movie I ever did on Red to Movie Roulette. If you remember, I that. do remember. Yeah, I was gonna gonna say. watched it out of obligation for this for for not this show for another show that doesn't exist anymore. It was pretty much based on watching things out of obligation. It yeah. didn't last. Um, let's talk about another movie for whom I don't know is the intended audience. Hocus Pocus Two, uh, the sequel to the original Hocus Pocus, starring Bette Midler. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, Sorry, guys, I disconnected. I'm back. I didn't mean. Uh, to. Oh, you're back. It's okay. We're good. We can keep rolling. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the black flame candle was lit, and uh, we got the guy from I think you should leave in there. Um, the baby of the year guy. Uh, it's a very short trailer, just confirming that it exists. Basically, it's like a minute long. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of nothing. Again, I don't. Hocus Pocus who? Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it's um, I I like the original movie. I I watched a lot when I was a kid. Um, I never was I like we need more of it. Like even as a child, I was like, that's that's good. I'll see you again next year. Movie. Um, I always I always just associate this movie like Hocus Pocus, even on all those movies with just grown adults who obsess over Halloween. It's like why? All right, I'm right here. Trick or treating. Right here. Okay. There's Lewis. 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 Here's the difference. You have a you have a like. A rev- I want to say you have a reverence for Halloween. You're a horror movie fan. Like I get it. I'm talking about He's, like yeah. you know what I you know who I'm talking. About. I, I know who you're talking. Like, like, like people quasi who get, Disney adults. People yeah, who get who get ironically say spooky season. Like no, yeah, hey we no. hey we 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 did that a couple. Of yeah, times I, we were this. doing it ironically. Yeah. <laughs> I think if not, like we're retconning it. We did it ironically. Yeah, it was a Mandela effect. <laughs> we're Mandela effecting you. <laughs> uh, but you know what? No one's gonna forget the full penetration scene we're bound to see in Blonde, uh, the the Marilyn Monroe movie for Netflix, starring Anna Darmus as Marilyn Monroe, directed by Andrew Dominic, who directed the assassination of Jesse James and say the full title of the coward Robert Ford. Um, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Oh, there we go. Uh, and also, he directed something else that was not as good. Um, <laughs> Killing them softly—that was the name of the movie. Oh, I liked Killing Them Softly. I don't Killing know. Them not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'm just wrong. Anyway, <laughs> they've been making this big controversy for this movie because it's NC-17 on Netflix, and the whole rating just says some sexual content. You would think that if it's NC-17, it's like. There's got to be more than just some section. Like, it's got to be a lot. I I, got to see whole. Like, I need whole. You got to show whole in NC-17. It's the whole purpose for the rating. The whole purpose. Yeah. And now that we don't have to worry about theatrical distribution, there's no excuse. (laughs) You could put porn on Netflix for all I fucking care. Go for it. Yeah, it's fine. And they they have, like, several times. They Like, Netflix has made shows that are essentially soft porn. They even put child porn on Netflix. Look at cuties. I mean, come on. But um, yeah, we're making a the casting, Jesus. The casting, the casting looks perfect because this is kind of a nothing trailer. You don't really see much, but just from the look of it, and into Armas, it, it, it's the best casting since Barbie. Which is weird because well, it's like not like an obvious casting. Like you wouldn't really think no, Anna I for this, but she looks fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. This is looks like proto 
Oscar performance movie that like I'm sure oh, will probably she's easily gonna get nominated. Easily. Even if the movie's bad, she's gonna get nominated. Like <laughs> it's one of those types. A, a real eyes of Tammy Faye. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in the she has the nomination at least in the bag already. <laughs> even though it should, even though I want to see Margot Robbie. <laughs> it's not gonna Mark well, Robbie will not get we'll get Barbie. we'll get I'm gonna call that right now I you you want to you want to just do one of my classic uh uh you know classic segues into that we'll just go to talk about Barbie next since we were talking about it so much sure let's talk skip, Barbie yeah skip, dude skip ahead totally a little bit to talk about man. Barbie uh dude, the photos that leaked of fucking not only Ryan Gosling as Ken but Ryan Gosling and her in the neon, in the neon fucking outfits rollerblading. This movie's going to cure on. cancer. I need to see this. This is going to be amazing. I cannot believe how excited I am for a Barbie movie. It's, Do you remember there was a, there was a, almost a universe where we got a fucking Amy Schumer Barbie movie? And it would have been the worst. It would have been like made me kill myself. Yeah. That, yeah. It would like set feminism back like this, 20 years. I would years not be and, on this podcast right now. I would be six feet in the ground. <laughs> you would have killed yourself live on. I, I would have been fucking TV. worm chow. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. This movie live on Periscope. No. Yeah. I. I think that like this movie, just based on just these photos, as being the only evidence that we have of this movie, is like solely enough to get like the entire internet excited yeah. about it. This is already the yeah. best movie of that year. This movie is going to cure cancer. This movie yep. is going. Yeah. This. This. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's not getting better. I'm, one of the takes I saw, which was weird, is like mostly on Reddit, but there's takes of people saying like, I think Margot Robbie and too old to be playing Barbie and Ken. But I'm like, wait a minute. Like, no, they're not. Like, there is a president Barbie. That means Ken and Barbie is at least 30. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she has to be. Also, I think like it's got to be like there's this movie seems to be having some sort of like ironic twist on Barbie. Like I've seen people like uh, comparisons to the Truman Brady Bunch Sh- movie, Truman Show and Enchanted. So I'm like, she's probably going to be a ditzy Barbie who comes into the real world or something like that. You uh, think girl so. lost it? You think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard like what was it like one of the uh, what was it some of the other movie like movies that were used as inspiration. I saw like Umbrellas of Cherbourg and the Young Girls of Rockefeller. I'm like, dude, if we get a fucking French New Wave Barbie movie directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, I think I will die. <laughs> like I, I, yeah. in the opposite way that the Amy Schumer Barbie would have killed, would have killed, positive dying. What? Mike, what if Agnes Varda was alive to make one more movie and she makes the Barbie movie? <laughs> I think it's I think it honestly it would have uh, it would have it would kill everyone on the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would it would be I guarantee you it would be critically acclaimed and would make no money. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of things that are critically acclaimed, kind of um, let's go to our superhero corner. <laughs> rattle some stuff off here a one punch man movie is happening at sony uh justin lynn of fast and furious fame is set to direct this sounds like a bad it sounds like it won't happen uh it sounds like it's just just never gonna gonna actually happen i'm just gonna say one punch man is kind of overrated yeah i'm not crazy about it it's fine you could be focusing this energy on making jojo content but they're not I don't know. I know we have like uh, I want to say it's Lionsgate doing uh, My Hero Academia, which just seems to make more sense for just uh, make a live action JoJo movie, please. You I want them to ruin cool yeah, shit. Weebs. yeah, what do you you want them to ruin it? Like you want to put that energy I want into them it. to try. I want them to try. You want them if to try fail, to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want them to try to do good. Yeah, if they fail. They fail. Uh, I think it's just a bad idea all around to bring something that stylized, even One Punch Man, to live action. Like, we keep hearing, like, the idea, like, the Akira movie that's never going to happen. Or there was, like, Akira a... Akira can't work, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it can. I think it, Akira... It, it really can. action Akira. It's fucking Blade Runner. Or it's it's Chronicle. Blade Runner. Yeah, I think Akira probably has a better basis for live action than, like, yeah, One Punch Man, where it's like, that's... And, 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 and I don't know why you're bringing up JoJo, just because, like... It's the anime you like, but it that does not look like it could be feasible in live action with those characters. No, no. Costumes. I, like it just it looks I think it totally can. It's, it's also about? like way too niche. I, I I hate to say like I know that there's a bunch no, of you like no. little weirdo weebs out there who like love it, 
I've I've seen it. I've I've absorbed it. I can't quite I say that I get it, but like I I do respect it from afar. I don't think that that concept plays out to the general movie going public well, as well right. to, it, to animate it, people. Something about Hollywood, they just can't make live action anime movies right. Like Cowboy Bebop seems like the easiest thing to make live action. Yeah, the it really does. And they still fuck it up. Ghost in the Shell seems like it, it could be yeah, an Ghost easy. Ghost in the Shell, like. There's a, are there any good ones? Any good live action anime? Uh, not from America. I well, I like yeah, Detective not. Pikachu. I, I I mean, that's more of like a. I don't know if that's necessarily. It's an anime. In, it's not like a direct adaptation of an anime, but it eh, kind of is more um, of a video game movie. Yeah, where it's like yeah, because with the anime, it's like it's trying to like you know adhere to like the styles of anime. Whereas this, that was just like yeah, it's kind of like the Sonic movie. There like are good ones funny. in Japan. I think um, there the Death Note live the, action movies in Japan were really good. Yeah. Uh, Roroni Kenshin has good movies. The mm-hmm. uh, Full Metal Alchemist Alchemist movie was solid. The Bleach movie was solid. Alchemist, I heard was good. Yeah. Um, Does Detective Pikachu count? That's I. Yeah, that's what I I think it does. Yeah, but also it's really funny. A total kind of an aside, but uh, do you know there was a uh, uh, Fist of the North Star movie made in America like before the anime or the manga even came out here, like in the late eighties, early nineties? I did not. A live action. Yeah, it's it's fucking bizarre and it sucks. (laughs) <laughs> that that's not bizarre. That sounds about which right. Which is which is a shame because Fist of the North Star is another thing. Should be very easy to adapt Fist of the North Star. You should do it. I mean, it's for the, Berserk. The problem with Fist of the North, I mean, Berserk. Yeah, you should do a Berserk movie. Uh, Fist of the North Star, though, is very much just like punching. Like like every episode is he just like walks into another person who he punches. Like it, it, it's yeah. There's no there's no even real arcs so much in in. Fist of the North Star, so I'm correct me if I'm wrong, weebs, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, more superhero shit. Thunderbolts uh, is happening. I don't even know if Marvel officially announced the movie, but Hollywood Reporter um, reported that uh, Jake Schreier, who directed Robot and Frank, is going to direct the Thunderbolts. If you don't know, Thunderbolts is basically like Marvel's Suicide Squad, um, and uh, they've been kind of who's on the team. So, I mean, from what they've been setting up in the movies, it, it looks like they're going with uh, U.S. agent from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, what's her uh, Black Widow's sister from Black Widow, uh, Florence Pugh, if you will. Um, probably I actually heard uh, Luke Cage might come back for for it, which would be uh, interesting. Um, and uh, possibly the villain from Ant-Man to what? How is this in any way their Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad, the big thing is you know who these characters are. I don't know who the fuck any of those people are. Captain Boomerang and uh, fucking the detachable kid. I feel like the thing is you you don't know who they are. You made those names up. Those are not real. Those are in the Suicide Squad movie. I haven't seen the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, but, no, but also you don't keep up you you and I we do not keep up with this we don't keep up with this nerd shit so of course we don't know who these characters are but if you're watching every fucking Disney Plus show ever made then these are like you know these characters more than fucking like you know Pikachu yeah. dude I hope I hope Scrimblo Bimblo pops up in the, in the end credits scene speaking of a movie that may just be a Scrimblo Bimblo movie uh, Madam Web we've been talking about this one for a while this is Sony's next Spider-Man movie Emma Roberts joined the cast this week that was interesting more interesting is it might not be a Madam Web movie apparently there's a lot of speculation right now uh that Spider-Man universe hmm Spider-Man universe yeah is that what that is? yes yeah okay. the, the Sony's Spider-Verse kind of okay, deal I was about to say this is this would be Sony not no yeah exactly so this is this okay. is Sony the, the Venomverse if you will um yeah so apparently because a Madam Web movie has never been officially announced by Sony. It's just been reported on aggressively. And they've been having people join this project that they've never called Madam Web. It appears that it's probably not a Madam Web movie. Um, that has been the thing passed around a lot this week. It would kind of make sense because I don't think you can make a Madam Web movie that that is a nonsense concept. Uh, it's probably something like a ghost spider movie, like, a, you know, Spider Gwen kind of deal. I had a who was uh, that that woman? Oh, who was that female villain who from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? Who was like the uh, the the spider goddess or whatever? That's Madam Web. Oh, it is. Oh, no. Arachne. Arachne is who you're thinking of. 
Is that who we're, like, we're going to make that? Arachne was basically Madam Web. <laughs> so like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that was the edge. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm on the edge and I'm, I'm, I'm about to jump off. Like, <laughs> I can't take any more of this stupid movies. I'm, 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 I like the Dr. Manhattan uh, panel. It's like I've, I've, I've grown tired of these movies and their problems. <laughs> Yeah, Mike. This Mike finally has the realization that movies are bad. More at eleven. So this could be completely nothing, but it looks like a Doctor Doom movie was leaked by Howard Stern. Um, like a hot Mike picked him up, saying uh, how he is going to be. He was complaining about his shooting schedule for the Doctor Doom movie he was working on with Kevin Feige. Um, I- Oh, I was interested until he said Kevin Feige. That's it's an MCU thing, yeah. So I know, I know. I always forget, like, the but, MCU could have some really cool characters, but in its current state, I have zero interest in any of them anymore. They officially ruined Doctor Doom for me. <laughs> Just by not even touching the character. Yeah. Mm. By the way, Howard Stern is uh, running for president. Baba Booey, vice president, needs to happen. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of other uh, characters that Marvel ruined, Spider-Man No Way Home is getting an, an extended version dubbed the more fun stuff version <laughs> to be released in theaters on September 2nd. Um, this sounds that like title that 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 fucking title is the equivalent of holding your keys up to somebody and jiggling them going, hey, look at the keys, look at the keys. Yeah, no, this sounds like the most like of forced uh ironic type of like hey guys we're, we're having fun see this is like kind of i don't know it just it, seems, it's, it seems just fucking lazy and like, the, like movies are supposed to be fun all right if i remember correctly too fun, when i don't want to see it spider-man no way home came out on like blu-ray people were upset because like it was initially like promoted to have like a bunch of deleted scenes and i'm guessing they just removed them so that they could shove them into this and then release it again. Um, I love modern movies. It's, it's a real fucking hellscape we live in. Anyway, speaking of which, let's talk about Joker 2. It's happening. Whether we like it or not, it's, it's happening. Uh, Joker, fully ado. Yeah, Joker 2, the full title revealed to be Joker Folly Adieu, uh, which is French for shared madness. I don't know. Let's figure out what that means. But yeah, it's being reported that this is going to be a musical and that Lady Gaga will be Harley Quinn. What the fuck is going on? I'll see it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I did not like the first Joker movie, but I will see this if that is true. Yeah, this is. Listen. It seems like it has at least uh, a little bit of what the first Joker movie didn't have, which was like a sense of self-awareness, I guess. A sense of self-awareness. And uh, I hope it's not another ripoff of the King of Comedy. But yeah, I hope it is. I hope they just do the same movie again. But now Lady Gaga's in it. <laughs> what if they? What you're, if it's just- you're laughing? Lady Gaga's singing her solo and you're laughing. <laughs> um, speaking of laughing. <laughs> Guys, Ezra Miller. Uh, the last bit. <laughs> they are a fucking menace. Yeah, this, this is fucking absolute monster. Is out there in a house with guns and children and uh, weed and uh, like it seems like a cult and like multiple parents like got restraining orders against them. Are you making this up? No. Like this sounds like we're just like we're no, explaining. This is real. <laughs> this is real this shit is that's real. happening. Yeah. You're making it yeah just like the way we're sounding. It's like it makes it he, he's he's on a GTA they rampage. They are on a GTA rampage for sure. He has a five star wanted level. They <laughs> do have a five star oh, wanted yes. level. Um, it, it, it's it's crazy how much this keeps escalating and like seemingly every day. Like at first, because like at first it was just like, oh, they're out there beating up Hawaiians. Not great, but you know what? Oh, we all go through things yeah. sometimes. <laughs> um, I realized I just mi- I realized I just misgendered them. I apologize. <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah. The. Then uh, there were all these reports of like, oh, parents, uh, like there was like some sort of uh, restraining order filed against him, uh, against them. Uh, Then there was another one filed against them for like a different kid. And we're like, we didn't even know Ezra Miller was hanging out with all these kids. Like, what the fuck is going on? And the most recent thing is that like, apparently a man is trying to get his children back from Ezra Miller because 
his ex-wife is there with his children at Ezra Miller's home, like living there with them. And there's just apparently guns all over the place. There was apparently like a picture of the baby with just like a bullet in its mouth. Like just like I know that we're laughing here, but it's not like we're not like, you know, making light. of it. It's just that. No, I am a little bit. The extremities to where this has been taken. Yeah. And the fact that it's Ezra Miller doing it. I feel like Ezra Miller would really get along with Drake. (laughs) I don't know why. I just feel like they would hit it off. Probably right. Uh, anyway, and now also there's just this whole thing of like, so DC has like officially cut ties with Ezra Miller or like they're trying to, but they still have this whole movie that Ezra Miller is all over. And it's like their <laughs> b- biggest movie that they've ever worked on. They have no idea. Somebody, what to do with get, it. somebody get Christopher Plummer in front of a green screen right now. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Can we get use the B-roll from the other movie that you replaced <laughs> fucking... Just in, just splice it into the movie whenever just Ezra Miller's supposed to show up. Context. You can you can deep fake him onto Ezra Miller's face. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need to to recast for sure. I just, I don't even know if this movie gets released anymore. Like at, at this point, like because either that or like they're gonna have to take like a two hundred million dollar bath just to what's, do. What's the uh, release date? Nothing yet. We it's don't. Sometime know. next year is like pretty much all all we know. Yeah. Guarantee so it's they not could coming pull out. back. They could just say like, "Fuck it, not releasing it." I mean, they could, but like, they spent a lot of. It's done. Like, it's the movie a finished is over. movie. This movie was supposed yeah, to come out in November with us some other superhero bullshit, and then people will be, there will be hashtag release the Ezra cut. Now, look, they're gonna they're gonna release the movie. They probably just won't market it. That that's that's sadly gonna be the truth of it. And then they're gonna like never they talk about it them. again. <laughs> what what what? what uh, this is uh, what what uh, studio? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, okay. Yeah, fun stuff. Um, Something a little weirder. A Gran Turismo movie is happening. PlayStation's, like, latest effort to turn there. We fucking have this already. It's called Fast and Furious. I don't understand. (laughs) So, Neil Blomkamp is directing. It actually seems like they have a a good idea. It's based on a true story of a kid who played Gran Turismo so much as a kid that he like became an actual race car driver so i I, I became gran turismo he became a gran turismo um so i mean it's better than just like racing movie it's you know it it has uh an actual story weird meta insertion of the original source material into it he loved he loved racing so much he became a racist (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think the, the oddest thing is just that Neil Blomkamp, if if he is being attached to it, there's a guaranteed that it's not going to happen. The last, how many projects are we going to attach this guy to that are just never going to happen? The Halo movie, the Alien movie that he was going to make. I just don't think that. I don't believe he exists anymore. Like he was. Wasn't Peter Jackson on the Halo movie, and then Peter Jackson was going to. Peter Jackson was supposed to produce the movie, and Blomkamp was going to direct it. And this no, is, there was a time where he was going to direct it too. I mean, that. that movie went through a lot of shit and, and then, then we all we got a, all we got to show for it was a pretty mediocre tv show yeah but then you get to see master chief fucking and that's what everyone wanted this master <laughs> chief just fucking i didn't even make master it that chief far into like that show the guys i went to high school with it's very funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so um knives out 2 is coming uh and they have an actual title it's called Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Bummed that they're using Knives Out instead of like a Benoit Blanc mystery. Uh, I mean, because I, I feel like a Knives Out doesn't doesn't mean anything a in knife. this case. Yeah, I just think it's like I, I would prefer if we could just have it be glass like the way that books are titled, where it's like the sequels for books don't have to insert the name of the first book into its title. Yeah, well, books don't cost one hundred million dollars to make, Mike. We need people to see it. So Rogue One, a Star Wars clearly, story. Here's the question: They're clearly throwing a lot of money at this. When you look at the cast, and you know, obviously, it's it, there's a lot of money going into this movie. They titled it Glass Onion. Are they going to throw enough money at it to pay Apple Records to let them use the song Glass Onion in the movie? Probably. If I had to guess, As, you know how hard it is to get Beatles songs in movies. Yeah. Still to this day, it's it, it's it's Netflix has it, the money. It's yeah. like it's not. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is a Netflix joint. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, and but it will premiere at TIFF this year, so that's that's cool. Um, we like TIFF. We do like TIFF. 
just as a general rule. Never been because yeah, I because it's in Canada, but same. I've never if been we, either. If we could as an institution, I admire it, I guess. I don't know. Um, things I don't admire so much. Scream six. Neve Campbell not returning because she wasn't getting paid enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't I don't think she needs to keep being in these fucking movies. I think it, especially the last one. But when she showed up, I was just Jesus Christ enough with this. We get it. I it's, can't believe that uh, there are six screen movies and maybe two of them are good. Uh, there's it's one, two, four, uh, half. There's half. Half of them are good. Well, more than half oh, really? right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I so that means one and two were the only good ones. So that means that Scream Six is going to be bad. I guess it'll even it out. Scream Four is really fucking solid. Like if if you do go back to watch any of them, I would really recommend checking out Scream Four. This October, let's do a marathon of them. I'm, I'm down. down. I'm down. All right. Something that we're going to also probably have to be doing a marathon of is three Avatar The Last Airbender movies have been announced. Uh, they'll be animated, hopefully animated in the original style. Like, I don't want to see some new fucking like CG blend. <laughs> like what they're fucking doing with Dragon Ball and that new one. I'm, yeah. I'm alone on this one. Anyway, so there have been three animated movies based on Avatar The Last Airbender characters announced for 2024, 2025, and 2026. The first one will be uh, Kiyoshi, uh, which is a, a character who I think that we we haven't seen as much of. Avatar Kiyoshi has yeah. kind of only been ever seen. I know there's a lot of like comics and graphic novels about her story, but like minimally seen in the series. So I think that that could be an interesting angle for a movie. But then the next one is going to be Zuko. And... We had a whole series arc of probably a, of a perfect Zuko story. I don't really know. I, are they going to try to continue it afterwards? Yeah, I mean, I assume it's going to be like what happened to him between Airbender and Legend of Korra. And then next after that is Korra, where we already had a whole Korra series. We just had a whole Korra series. And, and it yeah. wasn't that great from what I hear. That's pretty good. There's a, there's a, it's a very divisive series yeah. in the Avatar community. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Uh, I only watch. Well, like, I haven't. I haven't seen Avatar, but I'm gonna like say one thing they should do: hire me, Nickelodeon. Open every movie with an Appa short and connect <laughs> them together. Make it a make it like the three shorts connect together into one little movie. I'm all about that. Yeah, thing. that'd be cute and that'd be fucking awesome. I'm on board for oh. it. I, I would hire you. Appa and Momo Adventures or whatever. Yes, Appa and Momo. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And I will, I will do we know, watch are these, the show just so I can see the I don't movies. really know if I want these characters to be minionized. Are these um like Paramount Plus movies or are these like I think these the will be theatrical. Oh, that's actually, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm glad like theatrically released. I, I hope hopefully hand-drawn looking that. animation. Yeah, I hope they don't do that like uh, big budget movie animation thing where it's like, okay, it's a movie. We have to make it look different. You know, where they you know just put about. they just the dark color overly pattern. shade it like Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the I always the Rugrats movie is what pops into my head immediately. But yes, same deal. Yeah, mm -hmm. not uh, not fun. All right, here's some news. I know uh, Anthony's gonna be uh, flipping his lid for this one. Paddington Three, officially titled Paddington oh. in Peru. <laughs> Baby, I am fully erect. I am so ready for Paddington 3. Yeah, it's going like, to be... Make it the perfect trilogy. It's going to be better than the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> like, that's going to be the trilogy to end all trilogies. If it was going to be directed by Paul King, who directed the first two movies, I would be in agreement with you. However, the director of this movie is named uh, Dougal Wilson, and the only credits to his name are various commercials and music videos. So I don't know if this guy has the repertoire yet to take on the Paddington legacy, but all right. And worst case scenario, it'll be just like the Godfather. The third one will be the black sheep of the series. It's like, yeah, you know, and then 30 years uh, later, we'll get the coda cut and it'll get like, well, it'll get re reappraised and everyone will love it again. I don't, did exactly. that happen? Did people, do people love it now? Godfather three. I think there's reappraisal of Godfather three. as. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying like, if you, think the godfather 3 is a bad movie like you're just being a contrarian and you don't like movies like it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination but anyway i'm going off on a tangent here but yes no people are reappraising it and yes it's getting the it's getting its due yeah. the spider-man 3 treatment 
Exactly. Uh, that movie boy. also deserves its due. No, the fuck it doesn't. We we just watched that movie and it's a chore. That is a, that is a awful movie. I enjoy it. Uh, anyway, movies are not short. You know, if you, you know what you're going to say? It's a chore. Fine. It is a chore. It's like getting high and doing the dishes. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what hey. will probably not be quite as amazing is Guy Ritchie directing a live action remake of Hercules. The Disney, the Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. After the success of Aladdin's uh, live action movie directed by Guy Ritchie, like we got to just give him another one to fucking mangle. I can't wait for Guy Ritchie to insert a fucking needless fourth act into this movie, too. Jesus. Christ. I can't wait for Guy Ritchie to fucking stab me in the throat. Like, God, I can't wait for more <laughs> nauseating handheld chase sequences or whatever else the fucker in these movies that he makes. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I yeah, we got to got to let some people stop. Uh, Disney got they got to stop with these movies no and uh i don't care whoever you get to cast as meg she's not gonna have as sexy of a voice i don't care who it is it's not gonna happen uh also james woods no one's gonna have a sexier voice than him either so danny devito someone someone sexiest voice cast of all time hercules someone said bruce campbell as hades and i think that's perfect bruce campbell's hades is a fucking slam that would be pretty good yeah Mm. uh Criterion. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, the last bit of things we're going to talk about, the Criterion announcements for this month uh, to be released uh, in September. Uh, first one uh, out was going to be Sound of Metal, which was released in 2020, nominated for Best Picture, starring Riz Ahmed, got nominated for Academy Award. Uh, I, I like this movie quite a bit. I don't really know Love if I'm movie. I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, excited to, you know, buy this. It's not really a movie I see myself watching no. very often. I don't know if I'm going to get this one. Though. I wasn't crazy about the movie. I, I it's not a, it's a good movie objectively. Like I, I just didn't really do much for me, you know, at the time. I also just uh, wanted someone as as a pro as a pseudo musician who really enjoys music that will be really like and stresses about tinnitus and shit a lot mm. like that movie was quite excellent in my opinion no yeah i i certainly do think that it's worthy of being released uh it's part of like amazon having that just like amazon giving a lot of their their original movie catalog over to criterion they did the same for one night in miami uh i believe also there was another movie that they had uh hell it was they did the cold war that was also the uh, yeah. Cold War uh, for Criterion. But yeah, so there's that. Uh, there's also going to be a, a takeout from 2004 uh, directed by Sean Baker and uh, Xi Jing Su. Um, I have not seen this movie, but apparently this is, was Sean Baker's directorial debut. And it seems like his his, you know, sense of like lo-fi indie, like, you know, following someone in there in like, you know, and someone who like you know doesn't normally have a spotlight on them it looks mm-hmm. to be about a takeout delivery driver and i'll, I'll see I, I would like i'd be interested in checking this movie out yeah I like, same i like sean baker's films i did not see red rocket though i did see red rocket uh and uh it's disgusting but it's uh interesting film uh for sure i, I definitely want to see more from him so yeah i'm down for takeout um another movie that was released uh is a movie called exotica directed by adam Egoyan from 1994 this one looked like it would be something that was kind of up my alley because it seems like one of those quintessential like 90s boom indie movies like indie spirit type of uh you know fodder so i yeah. feel like i would uh enjoy this uh and uh maybe i'll check that out uh and then we've got martin scorsese's world cinema project volume four so this is another uh set uh in the uh release in the set uh it's, that it's one of those ones that it's one of those sets that maybe 10 people buy it's <laughs> like it, it's cool but it's like it's one of those things that's like yeah it's cool but are you actually going to purchase that i mean yeah. an, i mean like you know a very you know admirable collection of like obscure world cinema and i think this oh, is a, a a worthy endeavor to, to you know keep uh, alive i just uh, well yeah. it's just it's the, i think there's something like inherently fucked up about the concept and like taking these obscure movies and then being like you can watch them if you buy all of them together for a very high price in this box set like well they put them on their streaming they put them that's on their true. streaming service you could watch them individually on there and you know i just think it's good that it's tied to martin scorsese you know the man who has made multiple documentaries about world cinema and they're all great 
So having a having a collection curated by him, I think, is really good on Criterion's part. Yeah, I think it also is a, a good method of like, I guess, ensuring that people might actually buy it because it's like if you just put out box set of random obscure cinema, who's really gonna jump at it? But if it's like Martin Scorsese putting his name there. I mean, I think that's yeah. like you could say it's a little shitty. It's like we're going to just take like just this, you know, I don't know, uh, world cinema and just like curated by like just, you know, one prolific old white man. Ben but, Mankiewicz. Yeah. <laughs> or fucking uh, the, the Leonard Bolton. Yeah. Although for I mean, me, most exciting on this list. Yeah, I think this is probably the big get yes. for most of us. Blowout is going to be receiving a 4K uh, re-release. Can't wait. Perfect one movie. Best one of the best De Palma movies. It's so probably fun. the best De Palma movie, I would say. You like it better than uh fucking what's it called? Um Sisters? Oh he hates oh, sisters. I fucking hate sisters, yeah. I oh, love, you don't like sisters. No. I like sisters quite a bit. I think that the blowout and sisters are probably right up uh uh together for me. I think blowout has one of the best endings of any movie ever. That yes. blowout oh my fucking God phenomenal and uh sisters yeah. ends also which is nice yeah i, 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 I love that, i love both I, I guess you could say i love both quote-unquote endings i like the triumphant ending or not the triumphant ending but the in front of the american flag ending yep. and then the actual like final cut ending is just oh, so good. It's so fucking good. I can't wait. Yeah, dude, that's a 4th of July movie. We need to watch that. Ooh. Uh, I wish the, the 4K would come out yeah. sooner. Yeah. We're not getting this stuff until centennial, but September? Yeah, yeah, September these get released. Who knows? The next Mike, year. You wanna, if we have some cool down time on Sunday, Mike, you want to you wanna watch Blowout? <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, I like to save up for this uh, re-release. I might want to yeah, get that. I mean... I will, I will, you know, I don't own a Blu-ray player, but I will, uh, I'll pay for it. I'll obtain this 4K cut. Because right now, the only copy I have is a 720p rip from YouTube. Okay, (laughs) guys, when it comes out, let's just watch it at my place. I will definitely have it. Yeah. And I have the equipment. It will be delightful. Yeah. I need to be able to rewatch it constantly, though. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so that was our episode of Market Research for the month of June 2022. Hope this is enough to hold you over for this month. Our main episode uh, for this month is going to take a little longer to make, so we'll have that out soon. Uh, but thanks for listening. Thanks for Anthony for joining uh, for this one. Maybe he'll be back uh, on the next one as well. I would love to be on as many as you guys want me on. This is a fun show. Yeah, yeah. keep coming back. Yeah, thanks again. Lou. It is your show. Yeah, and thanks, Lewis, for Pro. for you know finding a lot of this news and stuff uh, to help uh, you know uh, structure this episode. As I well. sure know how Push to look through the Hollywood Reporter website. Yeah. Uh, oh God, you have to go through the Hollywood Reporter website. I hope you got an ad blocker. I I do. <laughs> I thankfully Good. do. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next month. Same time, same place, same bullshit movie news, same Ezra Miller, Morbius, <laughs> fucking... Same bad time, same bad channel, yeah. new look, same great taste. We got it. All right. See you. Bye.